0: You never know. You might need geometry and calculus one day. I passed that. But you might need it one day. More important than business math. Right. You might need to understand the trajectory of something when you walk into a building. That's important. (laughs) It's really important. Based off of that isosceles triangle, it looks like it's
1: unstable. I mean, anybody could look at it and be
0: like, something's wrong here. Thank you for listening to Corners and Conversations by Just Contributor Support, better known as JCS. New episodes are released every other Friday. For more information, visit jcsupport.org. J as in just, C as in contribute, the word support.org. To get updates when new episodes are available, text the word podcast to 855-691-4921. Check the description for details. Stay tuned. Peace, family. Hope all is well. Welcome back to Corners in Conversation. And for this next piece, it's going to be legacy-oriented. So I do have some family members. Don't tell nobody. And I'm going to be asking them questions because a lot of expectations is based off of what parents or adults go through. But there's not many conversations about children evaluating their parents and their ability to be impactful or what is it that they think as far as youth project going forward in society and what's expected of them. Uh, So right here, I have my nephew. His name is Keon. So brother Keon, welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. And I just want to let you know, these are questions that should be easy for you to answer. There is no right or wrong question to it, but there are so many expectations of people nowadays. I think we look over the fact of those who we think we are supporting and being impactful and influencing. I don't think we look at it as a way of Valuing their input because they're the ones who are going to continue in life when we take our break. The first question, no pressure. Growing up in society today, how would you describe that?
1: Ah, the new generation is is not really it. Well, considering from what I've heard and seen from like the last generation, is either you're gonna get talked about, or uh, if you don't get talked about you cool. And I just enjoy having my little peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. I stay by myself every now and then me and my friends might get together or uh, something like that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, this generation is, is not really it. Uh, but I'll be happy to see the next generation.
0: To add some context to it, uh, how old are you as of right now?
1: 17, finna be 18 next week. Okay.
0: Have you had conversations with your parents based off of, like, you, you see where you're at now, you see how the... You know, how the your peers or the people around you, how they pay attention to things, how they behave around certain people, how they conduct themselves in society. Have you ever had those conversations with your parents?
1: Yes, actually, it's crazy because now that I look at it before, I never knew I was ahead of everybody I knew mm-hmm. until like I started looking back on things I had and they didn't like growing up. It was We started off small because it was like all five of us in my mom's house after that. Humble beginnings. Yeah. And after that, I'm pretty sure I wanted to go live with my grandmother because she pretty much, she had everything I wanted. She gave me everything I wanted. I was living life over there. And it was just as I'm looking at people then and now a lot of people came from nothing and it's like I never paid attention of how blessed I was considering the fact I never seen I had a lot of things until I looked at my peers around me mm-hmm. and noticed I'm living life I just got to you know keep my head up and step my game up when
0: you speak in in that right and I think that's really impactful as well so that you didn't know what you had until you started communicating with other people to add to that uh because your grandmother never spoiled me. Well, yeah, she did spoil <laughs> me. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. So well, that's one thing we do have in common. When you say she had everything that you needed, is that from the aspect of if you wanted something, she'll buy it for you? Or she had everything that you needed when it comes to space. If you're hungry, she cook you something. What What's defined by everything you needed? She provided that for you. What? How do you expound on that?
1: When I first moved into my uh Grandma House, I think you were deployed and it was just me and her and my mom lived next door. It was the best (laughs) thing ever. I had my game at the time I was in your room. So I went from playing my game, watching TV. If I wanted something to eat, she'd go cook it for me. You know, all I had to do was cut the grass. And I was like, you know. you living like a king. Then I had a little allowance, taking the trash out every now and then washing the dishes. Mm -hmm. It was just me by myself. I enjoyed my time.
0: So let me expound on that. So when growing up, your grandmother was your mother. It's not saying your grandmother replaced your mother. But for everything that you needed, she was there to provide that. Do you think that's common now that grandparents are more involved with grandchildren?
1: as um, what is expected of a parent to do yes and no because most kids i've seen it's either something happened to their parents or it was you know something's going on the parents can't take care of them so they're Mm -hmm. moving with their grandparents now there was nothing wrong with me staying with my mom my mom had a lot of kids and by me being the first i was used to you know getting everything i wanted first and Mm. Yeah. So once all the kids came, you know, I noticed I had to start helping and my sister started helping her. So I was pretty much chilling, had to share my room with the twins. And it was like, nah, I can't do this. So I was like, yeah, I'm moving out. Next day, pack my things and move with my grandma.
0: So to go from being the only child for being the the attention that everybody had to now having siblings and then more siblings. Did you think that the amount of attention that w- that used to be reserved for you was now being focused on other people? Or did you say you wanted to just get out of the way so that way your mother could focus on your younger siblings while you got G Because, you know, G Ma, right. everybody didn't <laughs> left the house. So you go by G Ma, she's like, oh, I got another baby, you know?
1: Not necessarily because it was, I knew my mom had a lot on her plate because sometimes it was just her. My dad would step in every now and then. Mm-hmm. Even though nothing was really wrong with my dad, I see some things he could have did better that me and him have talked about. But on his side, he was, I wouldn't say pushing me too early, but he was trying to get me prepared for the world, paying attention to my surroundings and mm-hmm. things like that. It wasn't nothing against him. It's just, I love where I was at, but my grandma I had my four-wheeler, play my game. Mm-hmm. I I knew a lot of people who was pretty much born in the streets, as little kids, and they was pretty much put me on game. And my dad was like, you know, you can learn it from them, but it'd be better to learn from him since he's been through all that. Right. And it was like, by my mom going through all that with the kids, I was like, I move in with my grandmother because you know that's less stress on my mom.
0: When you when we talk about that support group, a question that I was asked and I found it very interesting. I was asked. When we talk about family history, what happened to all the grandfathers?
1: Well, my mom's dad, we had some type of relationship, but it wasn't like a a, a relationship we needed. It wasn't
0: very frequent.
1: It was right. just
0: oh, echo go, go grandpa what's up, grandpa, and just go about your every day. Every
1: now and then, and right. it was like I till this day I haven't seen him since I want to say about nine or ten, and it's like he'll still he'll be around, but most of the time he's around. I'm either going by my friends or with my dad and it's like Mm -hmm. he don't call or reach out to me or anything so then when he asks why I don't do the same like I can't give you that effort if I'm not receiving it and it's crazy the fact that Papa Kevin I can't lie it was the best Papa ever and it was it was tragic when he left when he passed yeah uh,
0: so to, to give some context with that so that was about 2010 Right. Oh, and for those that's listening, on an earlier episode, I think it was the National Guard interview episode. I want to say that's episode um, 39 and 40, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere around there. That was when I was speaking about my stepfather who passed while I was in basic training. So that's what we're talking about. When he passed, so of course that was a, you know, a gentleman that contributed a lot to the family. Right? He didn't have any kids of his own, but he embraced everybody in our family. Had a major effect to us. Major effect, major influence. So of course, the principles that he tend to live in life is what I tend to portray or what I tend to express to others. When you look at that, when we talk about support groups, of course, grandmothers are there, but when I look at my generation, I don't have the conversations about grandfathers. The person who I call grandfather now, he was your grandmother's stepfather. Right. Yeah. So that, that's where I get the the wisdom from him because he has a lot of great information. Right. And when I talk about my biological grandfather, never met them. Everybody passed before I turned 27 when you think about it. So for me right. going back and forth a lot, when we talk about military, I was always a way to ensure that I could be able to provide for the family. That makes sense? Yep. Yeah. What would you say are your expectations for today? So we have a little bit of the background you you understand what on your mom's side of the family and your father's side of the family they have different philosophies but you benefit from both sides right because you learned a little bit from him you learned a little bit from her and then you have the wisdom from of course grandmother everybody go back to grandmother if all else fails <laughs> understanding that do you believe you have a clear understanding of what to expect in today's society well
1: yes and no because nowadays everything's all messed up somebody's got to do things their way lately i've just been pushing myself to do better from learning from them and taking advice from them from what they've been through and trying to take the better path
0: so what i'm hearing is that is you're experiencing things but if you don't have to go through that and you can learn from other people's experiences that'll work better i'll for take you. that route no oh, okay yeah, at least, at least you learned that a little earlier. I ain't figured that out to about, what, second, third deployment. I was like, you know, there's a better way to go about this. <laughs> what advice would you give to the next generation? So even though you're 18 or about to be 18, I want to I wanna give you some, some background on this. What you were able to witness within your upbringing is twice as more or much more compared to what I experienced growing up. We didn't have access to the internet the way how it is today. We didn't have access to cell phones the way how it is today. Social media, the way how it is today. All of those things was non-existent 10, 15, even 20 years ago. Now that you are able to have access to more information and you see how it's influencing how you're making decisions, how would you prepare someone who is younger than you, let's say your younger brothers, them growing up, how do you prepare them for what to expect in life?
1: To me, I would say... Listen to someone who's been through what you're going through. Because I learned a lot from pretty much people older than me. And it was like people who I hang around that's pretty much my age or young. They'd be like, what's the point of hanging around old people or whatever? And, you know, we can go explore. And the way I do it is I would rather have a little advice going into something I don't know or I have, kind of have an idea for. I rather much hang out with people older than me to prepare me for stuff I might not see when I grow up because I heard it's life is a handful and I'm just trying to soak up everything I can.
0: And with that, the you know the the people that you communicate with or hang out with, do you ever ask yourself if you should like filter some things before you have topics with people? Let's say if somebody's saying, "Well, I'm at home and I'm going through the struggle. I got this and I'm going through." Do you have that conversation with them, like? Or, well, look, I just got my car, so I could dip out whenever I want to, <laughs> or I have access to these things, or whenever I need something, there's somebody I can call to get that level of support. Do you still have that conversation with them, or you just be like, oh man, that's messed up, and you just let them have their moment because you don't want to make them
1: feel worse? <laughs> well, no, because I'm the type of person to actually help somebody out. I don't really like seeing people down. That's why, you know, to me, if you know you're in need and I got it, I don't mind helping.
0: Do you think people tend to take advantage of that though like they see that you're like a kind spirit you're somebody who want to see people do better and they'll just say well i don't have to work hard i just got (laughs) you know Keon over here help me out with what i need do you see yourself being used in that way
1: well the people not necessarily the people i hang around but far as family no but friends and people i'm just now meeting kind of because i'm like the person who make that first impression that an impact on them, and be like, why well, I want to hang out with him more. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm cool with him because I think my first one, first friend that I met that right. lives down the street, me and him didn't like each other at first because we met on a game. And as we were playing, I was playing with my homeboy. Nah, <laughs> we was playing 2K. And after that, he finally uh, joined the party. We was running threes. And all I know was, Marvin was telling him how, you know, I was helping him out as far as things he had going on and things like that. Next thing I know, you know, about two days later, we started going to the same school because it was summer at the time. Word, word. I come to find out he he never did like me, so he was talking (laughs) about my back. When we got on the game, it was just we was going to war with each other. Then one day in school, we finally met, shook hands, and it was like, you know, that was my dog.
0: That scenario right there, you know, parents, they— when they walk in, they just see you on a video game. They say, man, what you doing? Get out there. I know that's how I am. All like, right. for, even to this day, like, what you doing? Like, you could be reading a book. But like, now nah, I'm doing this. I'm <laughs> taking care of this. Because the, the the context I see is, all right, you're just playing a video game. There's no value coming out of that. But what you're giving me is, well, now nah, it's a video game that we're playing, yes. But the, the level of communication goes with it. It's not just based on the game.
1: And the crazy part is, not well. When everybody was like, you play the game too much, you play, you know, you're always on the game, you never come spend time or whatever. Right, right. To be honest with you, I learned so much on the game, because it's like, as I'm playing online, I'm playing with people older than me. I'm playing with people who, who didn't been through some real stuff and, you know, things like that, and... They didn't told me things like I met an older dude. He's like 46, 50. He was like, Y'all young. So, you know, y'all need to get into this. And we're just joking around. We wasn't really caring what he was saying until he was like, Let me tell y'all something. He was like, Why y'all young now? Why y'all working just to help y'all out? Every now and then, well, every month, whoever you're living with, give them like $160 to pay that one bill. So that way right. you're preparing yourself for like the future so you already in the habit of every month pay these bills pay that bill mm-hmm. keep that money to the side to do what you want i learned i want to say something about cars by a guy we was playing grand theft auto and he was like you know in real life if we was working on this y'all would be doing all the work you know I just, once i tell y'all it's so easy you know and i was like it's crazy how I learned so much in just a little amount of time, because when I get out of school, first thing that hits my mind, if I don't have work, I'll get straight on the game. Right. And it was like, everybody I meet has a piece of information that I can put together and go off of.
0: Nah, that's a valid perspective. So you you going to play you know two K like we about to you know do some pickup <laughs> games and then turn into a TED talk? <laughs>
1: yeah, so they, it's so it.
0: Yeah, so they sit there and they they giving you serious information, but that's not the the side of conversations that parents hear. I know I don't hear that for right. But, but remember <laughs> when I was playing video games that was over ten years ago. Right, it wasn't all that. Well, it was in the beginning. So you have you know that Xbox three sixty or whatever. It wasn't to the level of uh connection or let's say speed for example compared to today like it's instant access so i I find that interesting and i don't i've never heard stories like that so it's always playing the game talking trash your mama stupid your daddy ugly you know what i'm saying just trash talk it's
1: pretty cool once you get past that fact and it's like one one day you are just gonna meet that cool person that you could be way across the country. I met a guy and I think I want to say New York. Me and him was playing a game and right, it was like right. we were talking about each other because at the time we was losing into chaos, like eighteen or ten. Next thing I know, you know, me and him was started like really getting into it. So finally we get the ball back. We started scoring after that. It was like. Me and him it was like, we cool now. You know, we didn't got the beef out the way. Mm-hmm. We we friends. And then ever since then, it's like,
0: why are you beefing eh, with everybody,
1: man? No, it's it's that's just pretty much how it starts. That's and the it's nature like, of it. how the game start, <laughs> unless you can find that one person that's just cool, and that that's that's pretty rare. And how much
0: time do you you spend focusing just on your future? Like, do you ever have like an idea of where you see yourself? You know, five to ten years from now, do you are you passionate about obtaining something as how much time do you spend building that that future that you're going to be in?
1: Tell you the truth, it's pretty much almost every day, every second, because it's like a minute could go by and it'll be like, I have a plan, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to follow through with the plan, because it's like I heard life is just, it's no joke, and it's like I don't want it to mess me up, and I'm doing so good right now. Next thing I know, I'm holding a cup out on the street, you know, so it's like I'm following through, doing my research and, you know, learning things like that. And, you know, I'm trying to get as many because I, I never really did like school. So it's like trades and I'm trying to start my own business, things of that. And it's uh, so far it's going good, watching videos and every not a day goes by that I don't think about it. And, you know, just look on my phone since we got, you know, Internet access.
0: When you when you talk from that perspective, you're saying, you know, there's things I want to accomplish in life, but I ain't trying to be, you know, the person who let life pass me by or uh, whatever decisions being made, you end up on the street with a cup in your hand. Do you think that that person is thinking about their future the same way you're thinking about yours?
1: Yes, because it's like I feel they're still thinking about the past or a mistake they made because like they stuck somewhere. Right. Because I heard it's like, you know, it's a lot of risk. And if you don't take the risk, you never know where you could be at. And I feel, you know, every risk I get a chance to take, I'm end up taking it because it's like you never know until you try. And, you know, it's your life. You got to live it to the fullest.
0: I can agree with that. Do you think parents understand their children today?
1: No. It's like we might have a plan and it kind of worked from because, you know, growing up, I don't know, not a single child that didn't watch YouTube and just. Stumble on something and just get interested because it's like nowadays I can be looking for something on YouTube about a game or something I want to do in life.
0: So in a way, you're using access to, you know, YouTube or tutorials, information, stuff like that. You're using that to understand more, to be involved more or just have a better idea of how you wish to go about things. Right. Do you think it would benefit parents to practice that same logic as in going to YouTube, looking up? you know, how-to tutorials or questions, stuff like to get the better insight on how they can be a better parent? Because it seems to be a disconnect when you think about it. From that example you gave me, (laughs) parents are not as knowledgeable of their children, but it's their children. So that that seems kind of weird when you have that discussion. But what is it that they're doing to update their way of thinking to build that relationship or that connection that seems to be missing or not strong enough with their children?
1: I feel as some parents... Because I think most of them are afraid to sit down and have that conversation with their kids and, you know, see what's going through their mind or see what, you know, they're seeing that they might not see. And it's like, I'm not saying YouTube wouldn't help because you can learn a lot from YouTube or really just can't. searching it up. Really can't. But, you know, some sometimes you got to take that time to sit down and really understand because, you know, I try with my mom. It doesn't get nowhere because it's either she'll get emotional or... It'll go from, why would you do that? Or why would you want to do that? So it's (laughs) like, if I don't feel like telling my mom, I'll go to my dad or someone like that. Or I just get on the game because, you know, we got a little group we're in and we call it the preach session where we all talk about something and get different point of views of what's going on in people's lives or how can that help us because they did it.
0: And you know that this podcast episode is perspective. So when you talk about people (laughs) speaking from different point of views and stuff like that. So you're dropping jewels there. That's gems right there. The conversations that you attempt to have with your parents, or let's just make it generic. A conversation that a youth would have with their parents, it doesn't seem to go anywhere. When you talk about connections with people, are you thinking of, okay, going forward, how am I applying that when I am to have children? Or you'll just say yep, this 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 family curse is going to stop right here and we're just going to plant a new seed and a new soil and we're just going to go a different direction. Does it make more sense to take what your parents are not doing and use that as a foundation of why you should do things?
1: Pretty much because everything my parents want me to do is I see what they like for school. I don't like it. I don't like going to it. Who do? <laughs> you know, and it's like, I was telling myself whenever I have kids, I'm not gonna force them to go to school. Well, for the first through fifth grade, interesting. I am maybe going to the eighth because it's certain knowledge I feel they need to know. And once I got in the eighth grade, I was like, okay, this is kind of new, but I'm already, you know, knowing what this is. The ninth grade, it's just the same thing, and I feel it's not preparing you for the real world. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Why would I have my kids go
0: invest so much time into right when
1: they could be preparing Mm -hmm. for the future? And it was like, I'm not saying I want my kids to be done, but then they're actually not because I'm going to have them working on their own things. But if they decide to go to school, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to help them and support them. But that's just pretty much what I call my religion.
0: So do you think it would be more impactful if more parents did homeschooling?
1: I'm not saying that it's a good idea, but it's like I would rather them let us kind of pick our way of learning the world and kind of letting us see well, what we got pre- yeah, to prepare for.
0: Now, I like where this is going. I want to make sure I'm, I'm being clear in what I'm suggesting. When you look at a public school in a traditional sense, it's based off of an approved curriculum. That these elected officials or whoever is in the position to make these um, recommendations, is what I'm going to say. Teachers have to teach to this standard or whatever curriculum that they have to put together, like a lesson plan. Based off of the feedback that uh, that you're giving me, and correct me if I'm wrong, just because this is something that has worked 10 years, 20 years, or however long this been applied, that doesn't mean it's a guarantee to work today is that what i'm understanding right so when we have that conversation about what you can learn from youtube what you can learn from other people because they experienced it and they want to give you what they experienced so that way you can have a better way of going about it do you think that would replace the way how schooling is put together
1: yes and though because from things they're trying to teach you in school if your parents don't know you know it's YouTube or if it's not YouTube nowadays, they got apps that will literally tell you the answer and then show you. And that's why it's like school is the, well, once you get to the eighth grade, to me, it's the same thing. I got to eighth grade It's I got to do English again. Got to do English, ninth grade, 10th grade English again. Mm -hmm. Once I got to the 12th grade, it's like, I'm still doing the same English.
0: That's a valid point. And to, to add, Because there's always another perspective they go into it. For someone who is an educator, they went to school for years to get these degrees and to get these certifications. For them to walk into, you know, an education institution and they say, we don't need any of this anymore because YouTube provide all of this or the Internet (laughs) provide all of this. You think they're going to say, yeah, that makes sense and just walk away or they're going to double down on, no, this is important because eighth grade is this, <laughs> ninth grade is this, 10th grade is this, and they'll continue to stick to what they know because this is where they invested their time and effort and their experience as far as their degrees and certifications says this is what they know.
1: Well, some teachers, I feel it's like they don't expect us to know what they're trying to teach, but I've... I pretty much knew what the teacher was trying to teach because it's either I learned it or, you know, one day I just scrolled upon it and decided to watch it because it may help me for the future. Nowadays, teachers I had, they were kind of mad that we were already on it and trying to correct them from the way they went of it because it was like, they took the old school way. It's like nowadays, the new generation, we was on that like a year ago and we already knew how to do this. And it's like,
0: you don't have to wait to receive information. It's whenever you want it, it's there.
1: <laughs> right. And once we correct them, it's like, no, no, this is the way we do it. And it's like, it can, they can do it their way, come out with the right answer. We do it our way, come out with the right answer. But it's like, nowadays, they go off to the school board, how the school board wants to teach us. And it's like, we really don't need them. We're, we're learning.
0: So the people who are making decisions are not necessarily the ones in the classroom. Correct. Right. Well, you think of education, you you would... And I won't put words in your mouth, so just correct me if I'm (laughs) getting the wrong impression. So you're saying education in the simplest way should be just with the teacher, the parent, and the student.
1: Pretty much in preparing us for things that might be coming up. Because to be honest with you, I took business math and I passed that. And I was like, so this is supposed to help me. Well, I ain't going to lie the class. Did help because we didn't, to be honest, it was rare we did math. It was mostly him telling us, you know, how we could better learn how to save our money mm-hmm. better things our money could go to and it's like
0: well that stuff you applying as soon as you right. leave the class you can apply that and like, that's, that's why reality. i really liked
1: that class and you know i paid attention put full effort in it and it really helped but it was like
0: well you never know you might need geometry and calculus one day
1: i passed that
0: but you might need it one day more important than business math right you might need to understand a trajectory of something when you walk into a building
1: that's yeah. important <laughs>
0: It's really important. Based off of that isosceles triangle, it looks like it's unstable.
1: I mean, anybody could look at it and be like, something's wrong here, you know, without math or things like that.
0: And now you're insulting the people who went to school to get those degrees to get that certification. (laughs) You got you got to think about those people. And there you have it, folks. Another episode. (laughs) If you made it this far, thank you for listening. If anyone wish to be a guest, please feel free to let us know. You can text the word guest to 855-691-4921. New episodes are released every other Friday. For more information, visit jcsupport.org. J as in just, C as in contribute, the word support.org. Check the description for details. To get updates when new episodes are available, text the word podcast to 855-691-4921.